Hello, people. Welcome to Roleplayers, our wonderful season five, No Mercy. This season, we will be led by our wonderful dungeon master, Joe McGirl, who you can find on Twitter at Joe McGirl. Cliff is going to be playing as Pick, a human paladin with a mining cap and wooden coin tying her to the goddess Timora. And you can find him on Twitter at, at Nevada. Alex will be playing as Kaw, an Aarakocra ranger who shoots first and asks, why did I shoot that guy later? Greggy will be playing as Maxwell Fun, a half-elf warlock who does all the talking for the group but still isn't very good at it. Older Alex will be playing as Rogan, a human fighter with a weak will but strong spirit. The podcast's a wonderful composer and all-around fantastic person, Andrew Clotworthy will be playing as Dump, a fur-bolt druid that serves as the crew's socially awkward moral compass. You can find him on Twitter at at ClotworthyMusic. And here are the music he's created for Podcast Wonderful at music.paulinks.top. To hear all the out-of-character discussion, dice rolls, and bathroom breaks, along with bonus Podcast Wonderful episodes and the ability to contribute to the show, go to donate2paw.win or patreon.com slash Wonderful and donate to the Patreon. And if you have a moment to spare, if you go to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and leave us a rating and review, that would really help us a lot. And now, role players are wonderful! Last time on Podcasts are Wonderful, our heroes found their way into Skinvari Sk- Sk- Fjol? Skin... I don't know how to say it, I'm sorry. I spend so much time down in the sewer, I just... I never hear the right way to say place names. I just read them all. On toilet paper. Anyway, they went to Skinvari's Fjol, and um, there was a trap on a door. They pulled the lever. Not supposed to do that. You just wait for the lever, and then you can go in. That's what happened anyway. So they went inside. They found a fountain. The fountain had wine in it, but the wine, uh, 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 not so good. Some of the wine was good. It made him have more health points. What are health points? I don't know. Out in the sewer. Some of the wine made them sick. Rogan got, uh, sick from the wine and burned his throat. Uh, some of the wine made them silent. Dump was silenced by the wine. And some of it, uh, changed pick from a woman to a man pretty crazy uh they lit a brazier it made uh voices go out and made them be weirdos um they reacted in strange ways especially rogan and kaw and uh that other one mercy yeah mercy hard to remember all these specifics because of course i'm sewer steve i live in the sewer i listen to the podcast when the narrator plays it but he has to turn it up loud for me to be able to hear it. He doesn't know I'm down here, living in a sewer under his house. I'm Sewer Steve. Uh, they did some more exploring. They found a lake that was frozen with a chest on it. They skipped around that and found a library. And uh, they found some good books in the library. And then they met a guy named Padan, um, who was uh, doing some research by himself. But it turned out not such a good guy. He got into a battle with him. Will they all die? Will Padan... Um... I don't know. Will I ever get to leave the sewer? Probably not. 
and Sir Steve is right in my name. I don't think I'll ever leave a sewer again, but I kind of love it here. I'm a sewer guy. I was raised by a long family of, of sewer people, so it's okay with me. I don't mind. You know, don't feel sad for me. I'm Sewer Steve. This is, this is where I belong. Uh, find out now on Role Players Are Wonderful. Character sheets and swords and sorcery. And we made a show because being friends is neat. Epic quests and treasure chests. And all that because we have to admit. Role players are wonderful. Role players are wonderful. So, uh, yeah. Uh, as we enter combat, top of the order, Rogan, you are up. Okay. I have my new spear, and I want to try it out. So I'm going to run up on this guy, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to strike with it uh, once. 25 hits. Okay, so that's 15 damage plus... I do uh, an additional 4d4 because of the souls trapped in there. Yeah. As uh, necrotic damage, I think. That's correct. So that's uh, 25 damage to him total. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, as you as you strike at him, um, there seems to be like this glowing purple arcane shield around him, um, and it greatly dissipates with the damage that you uh, put onto it, but it does not seem to uh, strike him. The, the shield that he has seems to have absorbed the damage that you did. Okay. Well, so now it's not as bright, you're saying? It's not as bright. It's dissipated quite a bit. Uh, well, I'm going to uh, try and hit him again. Go right ahead. Yep. Hits. 28 to hit. And then additional damage. So that's uh, 23 damage total. Another 22. Okay. Yep. Uh, eventually, the. Um, with your second strike, um, the shield dissipates, um, and nice. your spear kind of uh, uh, pierces into uh, into him, uh, taking some damage. Hell yeah. Alright. Uh, that is my turn. Alright. Dump, you are up. Okay. I'm going to dash. Alright, and then that's good. Okay. Padan is up now. He's going to touch you. Uh, he's just going to place a, a gentle hand on your shoulder, Rogan. Uh, I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Uh, okay. Go, Rogan. Go, Rogan. Go, Rogan. Ten. Don't forget lucky. Lucky if you want. Oh, yeah, um... True. Yeah, uh, do I do that? Uh, I, I do that now, or do I do it after yeah. I see if I... Okay, I do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Uh, I'll luck then, because, okay. yeah, that wasn't very good. Fourteen. Okay. He places his hand on your shoulder. Um... And everybody sees Rogan pop out of existence. Fuck. Uh, oh, no. And as he does that, um, you see that arcane shield uh, pops up again. Um, not as strong as it was when he first started combat. And he's just going to uh, move over here in the corner. Uh, that's his turn. Um, <laughs> oh, like you're up. I am, in fact, going to move right here. Yeah, he does have Kona Cult, so we probably shouldn't stay. Yeah, that's... Then I'm going to attack and use my new spell, a Lightning Arrow. Okay. I just need to hit him, and that'll be... And it's a bonus action, so I can... 20 to 15? Uh, he is going to uh, use his reaction to cast Shield, uh, so neither of those hit. Beautiful. 
Okay. So the way that lightning works on a miss, I still do stuff. Uh, he does 4d8 lightning damage or half as much on a miss instead of the weapon's normal damage. So go ahead and roll your damage. And mark off your spell slot as well. Yeah. And are there any uh, hands around him? Oh, yeah. Uh, no. Not. No. <laughs> not within two feet. They're, they're over on the table there. Okay. So half of 21. Yeah, the shield takes all of the damage. Dang, lightning is very good. Okay, so Maxwell, you are up. If there's nothing here, it's going to be a real pain in the ass, but I'm going to Hexblades curse him, and then I'm going to use my turn to investigate around this place, look for anything out of the ordinary. He really did not want me over here, so... Yeah, I should have. I'm looking for, you know, like maybe a hidden lever... Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. A book that looks out of place, anything like that? Uh, with advantage. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, the 24 was definitely enough. Um, you notice that between the seams of the uh, the two bookshelves there, to the right, uh, on the right side of uh, the bookshelf, like there's a little uh, book that's standing out a little bit more than the others. Um, and it looks like there is some sort of mechanical contraption behind it. Like as a free action, can I move? Like yeah, I'll, I'll say for to... sure you can. Okay. Yeah. Then I will, yeah, try and do whatever with this thing. Yeah, uh, you pull, pull the book, um, and as you do, um, you hear like a, a like a clicking sound, and the two bookcases begin to slide apart. And, yeah, thanks, yeah. And the next turn, they'll open. Okay. Feeling that area. Uh, then. I'm going to back away from this opening yeah. bookshelf here. Sure. Uh, pick, you are up. Okay. I would like to use my 30 feet of movement and I grab the amulet around my neck, cast Crusader's Mantle. So I have a 30-foot aura where people inside of it that do in a 30-foot radius, your weapons, everyone's weapons get an extra 1d4. Okay. And that's just on physical weapon attacks? Yes. Okay. Good to know. Uh, is that your turn? Yes. Okay. Uh, Mercy is going to double dash up there. Uh, top of the order, Rogan, uh, you find yourself in a uh, just a void of black darkness. Uh, that's okay. your turn. I can't try and do anything? You are, no. Unfortunately, Damn. you are just... You are incapacitated ah. out of the fight for, until spell ends. Ah. Uh, dump <laughs> your turn. All right. I just have to move strategically then. Okay, that'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, you see him start to extend his hand, um, and you see this this bright blue, um, like snowstorm start forming in his hand and he just extends it as he does cast Cone of Cold I need everybody I need Pick I need Dump I need Call you just outside yes um, so yeah Pick and Dump I need you to to make con saves and Mercy has to as well hmm, I job. get plus 3 on my 24 so it's a 27 
Okay, so uh, you'll take half damage. Um, dump, that is a failure. Right. Mercy. No, Mercy failed as well. So you both will take full damage um, of... 36 <laughs> okay. uh, points of cold damage uh, and half for you pick. Alright, I pop out a bear. Yeah. Aww. There he is. There's a the guy. I shrug. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna stay there. That'll be uh, his turn. Uh, Call, you're up. Uh, I want to cast Ensnaring Strike and if I hit him, uh, 24 and 20. Uh, those okay. will both hit. So he takes 12 points of damage and then has to make a strength save. Yeah. Okay. He has to beat 15. Let's see. Nine. So he fails. Yes. So he, uh, I can't he remember. Takes another six. And yeah. he is restrained. So he takes uh, 18 total points of damage, uh, which his shield uh, disappears as you uh, strike him with that. Does he get restrained, or did the shield absorb that? No, he, he's he's restrained. Yes. Concentration check. I need to do that too for. Oh yeah. Beaten. I just I'm good. Fifteen. But he unfortunately rolled a natural one on his yes. con save, and yeah. Rogan pops back in. Where the, <laughs> where the fuck am I? Yeah, so he is now restrained by uh, these vines that uh, Kaw shoots two arrows, and as the arrows uh, hit sink into his chest, uh, these these vines uh, restrain him. I want to move anyways, just out sure. more out of his range. Uh, Maxwell, you're up. What is the door that I yeah, opened? So, um, like? The bookshelves uh, move out of the way, uh, and it reveals this little room that has a symbol of Mr. Emblazoned on it. Uh, on top of it is uh, a pedestal and a um, there is like a necklace that lies hmm. on top of the pedestal. It's it's, okay. uh, uh, it's it's a beautiful glittering sapphire set within the center. Um, there's a silver chain and you hear like a faint humming sound coming. Okay, I'm going to move 15 feet up here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take two shots at, at uh, Big Boy. Sure. Uh, so the 21 and 25 are the ones. Yeah, uh, definitely hit. So 34 plus 8, 32. Yep. Um, and then I'm going to uh, use the rest of my movement to duck inside this room. Sure. Uh, from where I am, can I reach the necklace or do I have to go farther in? Uh, I'm going to say it'll probably... It's like in the center? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Naughty. You know what? Fuck it. I'm. I have so few spell slots. It's so hard to decide. Um, I'm gonna misty step right up to it and pick up the necklace and see what okay. happens. You pick it up. Uh, nothing seems to happen. Um, but you do get like it is very strongly. You get a very strong magical sense from it. It's radiating with some sort of magic. Okay. Just you know, just to keep my hands free, I'm gonna slip it over my neck and that'll be the end of my turn. Okay. Uh, Mercy's up. She is going to... Ooh, what's Mercy gonna do? She wants to fuck this dude. Up. That's what I said. Okay. I didn't hear the last word. Either. Oh, yeah, she wants to fuck him up. She doesn't want to fuck him, if that's what you heard. Yes, yeah, I do. Oh, dear. 
yeah, she's gonna roll up here, and since her whip has a ten foot reach, she can hit him from there. Uh, and she is going to smite him as well. She'll make two attacks. She get an extra D four radiant damage if they hit oh, based nice. off my mantle. Holy shit! Yeah, those, <laughs> those definitely hit. Plus a smite. She's gonna smite this fucker. Hell yeah. Mercy just takes out her whip, and as she does, as it cracks at him, you just see this this explosion of light come across. And uh, after the light is gone, you just see uh, Potot is now on both knees, bleeding heavily. Uh, <laughs> cool. Looking super, super fucking rough. Uh, Rogan, you're up. Uh, nice. Okay, uh, I'm going to uh, head over. And uh, I roll at advantage now, right? Yep. Uh, 17 to hit? Uh, 17 does hit. Nice. Okay, so then I uh, do... Actually, he's going to use his reaction to cast shield. That one. Uh, so it just doesn't hit? Yep. Okay. Uh, then I will uh, try again. Okay. 20 to hit. That hits. That's 13. And then I do... Uh, I'm going to do 5d4 because I have... Or should I do a 4d4 for Necrotic and then another d4 for the Radiant? Uh, no, you can just roll them all together and I'll okay. take the last roll as... Okay. Yeah. 15. Uh, describe the kill. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. nice. So I, uh, I shove my spear uh, right through his forehead and mm. uh, I want to uh, pull his brain out and I'll say... <laughs> You had knowledge in here, but now it's uh, yeah. Now, right. now, now, now it's on uh, my spear. The knowledge that you. <laughs> that's great! Wow. Great, great, yeah. very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, it rhymes yes. too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That was a you, cool part. You stick your you stick your new spear right in through his head, um, and then like take your fist and just like crack his skull open like a fucking melon. And Ugh. pull the brain out. As you do, Ugh. Rogan, you hear in the back of your head, <sighs> and you all oh. see like his the actual soul of Rodmar get like sucked out. He lets out this blood curdling scream of just like Aah! as his soul oh. gets sucked into the top of your spear. Um, wow, you hate to see it. Feeding uh, Rodmar <laughs> oh, himself. Rodmar, uh, I thought he was already full. I don't know what he's going to do with that. <laughs> he soul. will always hunger. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and out. then, and then, just like Rod or uh, Padan's corpse, just like falls super limp to the ground as the brain is now on top of your spear. Oof. A little guy is very dead. Yeah. How do the How do the hands react to this? Uh, they don't. <laughs> They're still just like going about their tasks. Oh, that's weird. I want to free the bird. <laughs> bird. Uh, as as you look at the cage with Padan's death, the bird just sinks. <gasps> uh, the bones just fall apart. Oh, that's yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. The collateral damage, man. They don't teach you that in adventure school. <laughs> How's the voices and stuff in here? Is it is it real bad still? You still hear like the whispers and everything, but they're not like. Oh fuck, Rogan! You were supposed to be attacking at disadvantage, but whatever. Why? It's fine. Uh, because of the effect that you had from 
hearing this. Oh, uh, uh, but well, then I it's guess, over. Forget it. That's yeah, on me. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, sorry. Um, well, Mercy softened him up a lot. Yeah. Mercy should also have been attacking at disadvantage. Whoops. Too, on me. I forgot. That's a DM mistake. Doesn't matter. We're going through. With my new testicles, I was supposed to squish them between my legs when I was running. Yeah. And that would have made me fall prone. Disappear. Yeah, that that's, right. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's in the rules. You, you guys see Dump back in his normal form and his arms are crossed and he's just grinning. And he's like, hey, yeah, yeah. But not saying anything. Really, yeah. really cool pantomime of a normal guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. taking this well. Well, do we uh, think we could do a, a rest of some sort in here? Or are the voices too much? To... Um, it's still pretty early. On, and you could take a short rest if you wanted. Um, okay. But it's probably only about a little afternoon. Okay. Well, just because I I realized that as we went into this fight, I was at like half health. Yeah. Which oh, uh, could have gone bad, but luckily I didn't take any hits. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you guys don't mind, I would like to take a short rest here. We can maybe take two hours and you can attune to your magical item. Yeah, maybe try um, that out. Cliff's saying it's not pick. Pick, as you're talking to Max and he's wearing that uh, necklace, you get like a very like familiar warmth that that is like coming off of it. Um, and, and the sapphire, um, you almost see like a... Like a, a faint like face in it for a second of this like small halfling um, <gasps> and then it, it's gone and, and you, get, you get like a sense of Timora coming from the necklace oh wow whoa Max your necklace is really cool wow yeah well I already have a necklace I've got the medallion of thoughts Timora I mean yeah we, we kind of saw Timora in it maybe we should give it the pick yeah, hey, if it I sucks I'll give it back yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice of you to say. Uh, yes, I, I hand the... Here you go, pick. <laughs> you can have the freaking treasure, dude. <laughs> Why do you think a guy like that had a necklace of Timora? Probably hiding it. It's a good thing in a very evil mountain. Yeah, why was he... Yeah, he didn't want us to it's see how, it. It's how he got in. Ah, uh, maybe. Oh, yeah, that would make... Maybe Mr. and Timora are Dump thinks this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I would, I, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to do a short rest. Yeah. This seems like a safe-ish place to do so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the hands are still crawling around, but they're not like trying to fight you. They they seem to be, have, you know, they have a mind of their own, really. But pick, I uh, you have had the um, kiss of the change bringer added to your inventory, if you would like to. Attune to it on your rest and read the properties. Cool. Um, I want to see how it reacts to the badge, because I don't know if it was reacting to the necklace or it was reacting to the symbol inside. Yeah, it doesn't quite react very strongly to the necklace beyond um, the, the, the normal humming it has, and, yeah. and it reacts positively towards it. Um, you definitely feel like a strong magical connection between the two. Um, but as you move towards the symbol, um, it thing starts going, and it's going more crazy compared to the other symbols we've come across, right? Not more crazy. It's just like a, it's the, the same oh. kind of thing. But interestingly enough, as you walk over to the one that's in the center of the room, the one that's constricted by chains, you don't get a. It like stops. 
Ah, I, I thought so. I want to spend our time that we're waiting to uh, take these chains off somehow. I don't know. Is now is the symbol painted on the floor? Yes, it's painted on the floor, and the chains are painted over. Okay. We don't have anything that we can make a rudimentary yeah. paint with. I mean, I can make a <laughs> well, gravy paste that can stick to the floor. Mm. Make make good well, good berry paint. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm, I can't. Well, actually, no. We yeah, we can't cast good berry. Oh, I got spices. You can look. Maybe we can use like saffron to make some red paint. No, wait. We got liquid. We got the liquid thing. We could like mix some weird <laughs> shit, make a paint kind of thing. Mayonnaise. Yes, mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise. It would stick mm. to the floor. You guys, if we make mayonnaise, we're going to be stuck with mayonnaise all day. You can drink mayonnaise. It's not a big deal. <laughs> no, you can't. And it is a big deal. <laughs> nah, well. I just feel like it's a nice it call, It's a nice thought. Um, if you want, you could just like deface the, the symbol wait, altogether. Wait, wait. Paint. Make the liquid paint. I don't I think that's, think one, that's of one of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I thought it was unlimited. Sorry. No, it's like specific ones. Like I can make yeah. acid to clear it out, but I don't think it's a good idea. Hmm. I'm gonna try breaking the the symbol of the chain with one of my uh, short swords. Okay. Uh, go ahead and try not to hit the symbol, but like, yeah. Sorry. Make an attack, I guess. Uh. Boom. 20. Yeah, I mean, you definitely hit the ground. <laughs> you it, you gather it would take you a really long time to try and fuck it up with a sword. It's it's like, it's stone. This is a stone floor. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to see if, like, breaking the symbol of the chain would help, but I guess not. Sometimes magic works weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it would be, it would just, like, take a long time. You, 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 you know what might do it Caw? Hmm? we have the fire gland from a centipede that we found nah. in the caves I was yes, gonna... it's just a it's just a picture I mean <laughs> well this is the only one that's not reacting to this little badge thing okay I know but it's it it's important. because it's like a symbol of the for, the what are they forbidden gods Betrayer gods. Betrayer gods. That's right. That's the thing. Does Mercy have any ideas? Like they're bad and everything, but I mean, it just—it just seems like a yeah, a symbol. The, the reason that it's not reacting is probably because it's being constricted by the, the chains. But to me, it just seems like a symbol. But it's a, whatever you would like. I don't really have a horse in this race. Does the guy have ink? Ah, uh, yes. Quite a bit. I guess I'll use that to draw in while everyone else is resting. I'll draw over the chains and uh, redo the symbol. Okay. Um. Nothing happens. Dang. All right. Man, that's that's all my yeah, ideas. Your heart was in the right place, Kyle. You did your best. Good work. Um. As you guys reach the end of your short rest, um, pick as you're spending the time, kind of attuning to this amulet right towards the end of it this this great warmth fills your chest that is um you know has has been your constant companion of of feeling um timora within you 
um, and the amulet starts to glow a little bit. The, the purple sapphire really start like like it casts a prism of light out onto the room, um, and you hear like in the back of your head, "That's not you, is it? Let's get you back to normal." And right as um, your short rest ends, um, you all see Pick kind of shift back into her old form. Oh, wow, man. Yeah. The, the kiss of the change bringer changing you. Awesome. Nice. This necklace is great, Max. <laughs> Thanks again. Yeah. Good, good <laughs> Enjoy it. Use it in good health. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad I, you being a guy was, it was weird. It was uh, really weird. Yeah. I didn't care for it. So that's good. Yeah. Thanks. And not that I would know this, but it looks like I get an other, another plus one on all saving throws and I cannot be grappled. So I have plus Ooh. four on saving throws. All right. Uh, I, I will do one more investigation check to see if there's any good books in here. Sure. Yeah, this is where it must be where they hide the good stuff. Uh, 16. So you find uh, qu- quite a bit of like writing on Mistra. Um, not much more to be gleaned other than like what Padana's already told you. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of there, there is a lot of information here on um, the calamity, the war between um, the divine gods and the betrayer gods. Um, and you also learn uh, there, there's a book, um, th- this black leather tome with uh, black pages that are written in this like light red ink um it's a very like you get a very uneasy sense as even as just as you touch it um there's some sort of like dark necromantic magic that you're getting a sense off of it um and and it's writings on this figure um known as Uxuroth um that he had mentioned before um and, and that you had actually read a little bit about um, in that tome that you found back in Stillbed. Um, mm. uh, uh, this this former servant of the Raven Queen um, began to consume the souls of the dead against her knowledge uh, when she found out. She locked him beneath Exandria uh, in constant pain and torment. Um, and apparently at some point he had entered into a bargain with Therisden, um to help usher in the total destruction of all life across every plane of existence in exchange for the power to usurp the Raven Queen and consume all the souls of the dead. And also, um, you find a book on sort of the life of Lady Tegan um, and uh, Sebastian von Sorensen as well, the the Sorensen kind of uh, family legacy. How... One of Sebastian von Sorensen's ancestors, Drake von Sorensen, had also apparently struck a deal with Uxaroth um, to gain power in his family, and uh, his family was cursed with serving uh, this being and kind of bringing about uh, all of the power that uh, Sebastian has comes from uh, this figure, Uxaroth. Okay. Reading through these books, do I see like uh, <laughs> is there anything to do with demons in any of these? Are there the the true names of any demons in these books? Not with that investigation role. Okay, 
I'm going to leave the book about uh, Oxgaroth because uh, that doesn't seem like good information to get out into the world. Uh, I'll take the Sorensen book and uh, any Mistra books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll trade it out for ones that are uh, that were in the, you know, taking up room in the bag of holding. Sure. Uh, since that's what the, he- the Hexmaster asked for specifically. Yeah. And uh, before we leave, I'm going to take a vial of blood from... Uh, of course. Anyang there. Yes, Anyang. <laughs> <laughs> and then I say, okay, I've, you know, I think we're ready to roll if you guys are ready. Who's the god that Amnosh wanted to bring back? Or visit or something? Uh, Vecna. Vecna. Very good. Thank you. You're welcome. <sighs> I guess Sentry's probably getting lonely. Should yeah. probably go back. Yeah. I hope the red man hasn't mess with him red man oh yeah the little red guy <laughs> yeah sentry can definitely take him i hope the door didn't teach him any naughty words <laughs> we'll see i don't know with red with red man you know i'm glad that we got red man the guest on our podcast <laughs> yes yeah, so he is um at back into the main <laughs> hall of the library sentry is standing there just say, ah, Rogan. Well, you can say ah now? That was me. Oh. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Sentry. Nice. But, yeah, Want any new sure. words? Yeah, nice. No, he's looking at you. He, like, he likes it. Oh. I, uh, I killed a guy back there. I, got his, I think I still got his brain on my spear if you want to check it out. Yes. Nice. <laughs> that would be a good time to say nice. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna clean this off. Nice. Yeah. Uh, there's two other paths we can go. Are the stairs going up? Yes. Yeah, I think we're supposed to go to the top of the mountain. Uh, we heard from the guy, so I think that might be the way to go. Let's stick yeah. our head in this room to the right. Maybe we find another necklace. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, maybe it's a room with just a necklace on a pedestal. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Or another guy that wants to kill us. We'll kill him too. That guy gave us some good info. White dragon. Yeah, he did yeah, learn true. a lot. Yeah. 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 And like uh, he said, he was gonna come back and uh, you know help the the betrayer gods or whatever. But I, I don't think he can. He's stuck inside Rogan's spear. Yeah. 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 That was thing. He might yeah. come back after he died, but no more. I don't know what happens to guys in here, and I don't know if it's good for me to. I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely that guy was a bad guy, so... But... Yeah. I don't know. I feel kind of weird about using this thing. Don't feel weird, Rogan. Oh, we'll do okay. so much together. Eh. Okay. Didn't it feel good? Yeah, but he was a bit... Ba- okay, well, uh, we'll talk about this later, Rodmar. Oh, you okay over there, Rogan? Sorry, I'm talking to my... Talk- <laughs> I'm talking to my, my spear, and it's not Jamie. Sorry. Hey, I know how it is, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I, I could stealth in there and peek around if you want. Yeah, keep the treasure this time, Max. Thanks again. No. Uh, okay, I'm going to stealthily go into this other room and see if there's anything interesting. Sure. 17. Nice. And I guess, um, do you want to persuade or pe- perception as well? Um, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Nice. Uh, 16, yeah. Um, 
yeah, so Max, you like kind of stealthily walk into the next chamber. Um, the doors were already open and you find yourself in a very large rounded chamber and you indeed see many strange and curious, interesting things. Um, there are carvings of tall, headless humanoids that decorate the walls of the room and the ceiling is painted uh, jet black with sparkling silver dots spread throughout the entirety. Uh, four writing desks stacked with books sit in front of some of the bookshelves that line the walls and countless sheets of paper litter the floor. Um, a glass display case on the left side of the room uh, houses a marble pedestal with a metal cube sat on top of it. Hmm. I want that cube. I want the cube. There are intricate carvings that trace across the body of the cube and two filmy gossamer wings protrude from its sides and there is a solitary mechanical-looking eyeball set into a socket on its body that kind of follows you with a gaze as you walk around it. Um, on the very far side of the room opposite the entrance, a long bronze tube-like structure extends out from the ceiling with a chair at its base, and um, kind of the main feature of this room in the exact middle of the chamber is a bronze clockwork apparatus that is centered on a hinged arm. Slowly rotating within the arm, is a 10-foot diameter globe decorated by a topographic map of landforms and oceans. Concentric rings of brass constrain the device, all rotating and bearing their own lesser spheres. And, uh, spheres. One of those spheres has sharp points and appears sunlight. Two smaller metal spheres, one blue, the other a darker brown, extend out on arms from either side of the sun-like orb rotating around the main brass globe. Uh, this chamber, it looks like it would be Tipper Tinkerton's wet dream. Like, there is a lot of interesting mechanical things in here. Uh, and Max, uh, the telescope that you see at the far side is very familiar to you. You've seen a similar type of device um, that that is uh, that was peeking out of a golden dome at a place called the Humanor Observatory in Western. And while you never entered there yourself, you know that it housed a group of people known as the Scions who would read star charts and give fortunes based on the stars that came in and paid so that's what you see and the uh clockwork apparatus in the middle kind of looks something like Ooh. so that's what's on the floor yeah i come back and tell the guys like there's like a there's like a hellraiser puzzle box in there and uh big gyroscope and a telescope and stuff i don't know it seems like going up is the way to go since the top of the mountain is where we want to be but if you want to go in there and uh, fuck with this this puzzle box, that's fine with me as well. I'm already inside and looking at the cube. I, uh, I kind of want to take the cube, but I also do kind of want to get going. I don't know. Up to you guys. Cube. Uh, yeah, as you're looking at the cube, call the cube is looking back at you with its mechanical eye. Hi, how are you doing? Did you react to me saying that? Nope. Chipper would like that. Yeah, I don't know if I want to touch it. Well, he might if it's not evil. <laughs> yeah. Is Sentry, you like any of this stuff? Yes. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like the same kind of guys as you in here. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. Were you made here? Uh, kind of Sentry looks at you with like an I don't know kind of face. Oh. Expression. Okay. Shrugs its shoulders. It learned that from me. That's cool. 
You guys think I should poke this glass? I'm gonna poke the glass. Okay, you <sighs> tap the glass. Nothing happens. Hmm. Does it have like an opening mechanism or is it just like a box of glass? Yeah, it's just like a, a, a large glass display case that's set around the pedestal. You gather you could probably lift it off and move it with some help. I mean, it, it's it's it, it probably wouldn't be too heavy, but it's bulky. You'd have to get some help to yeah. get it out. Yo, uh, Rogan, you want to help me steal a puzzle box? Yes. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I will lift this up if it's okay with everybody else. I'll take my journal out and start roughly sketching it, and I'm not good <laughs> at it. It, it looks it's really looks like nothing. You're sketching it before it blows up in our face. I, I could pick it up with mage hand if you guys want. We could try well, that. I think it's heavy, though. Oh, is it heavy? Yeah, it would probably be too heavy for mage hands. Oh, okay. Never mind, then. I guess we lift it and move it. I'll go walk. I'll make sure I'm within 10 feet of them when I see they're up to some foolishness so they can have my aura, my saving mm-hmm. their aura. All right. Well, okay. I meant picking up the cube, but... Well, the cube's inside the glass, though. Can yeah, you do gonna that? Yeah, we're going to be picking up th- said cube. Oh, oh you can... I mean, can... I mean, it might be dangerous to actually touch it. Oh, I like that. So, yeah, you guys pick up the glass and Max... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could do that, cube. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that works. Okay, so the glass... Is now moved. Me and Rogan are strong boys. Okay. As you lift up the glass and kind of move it out of the way, um, Max, you cast Mage Hand. I want to move out the way. Well, no, I want them to. I want them like out of the out of the way of, of okay. uh, just in case it's trapped or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Move as you guys up. move move the case uh, out of the way, um, you see on uh, another side of the of the cube, another eye opens up and uh, two little legs pop out from under the cube and the wings, the the filmy gossamer wings kind of flit out and it starts like hovering above the case and then starts flying up into the the ceiling of the room just kind of scanning. Do his eyes look like mechanical or do they look biological? Uh, They're still mechanical um, but they seem to you know, be scanning and have some sort of sentience here. do you like that guy? Uh, the, the cube starts doing a kind of like a uh, flying around the room, kind of get a sense of its surroundings, and then flies out of the room. God. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, we didn't have a cube when we came in here, so it's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a good way to look at it, but damn, would have been nice. I should throw my net at it. I have a net. Well, he's gone now. Yeah, I mean, if we see it again, I'll, I'll throw a net at it. <laughs> Alright. Well, you wanna get going? Yeah. What's that tube, Max? Maybe we could see, like, the dragon's butt or something? Yeah. <laughs> look through it. You see it flying around. Yeah. Yeah, you can look through it and look at, like, stars and shit if you want. Oh, maybe Mistra's up there. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll find the Maestro. I'll go look in the. I'll go look in the telescope. Is it difficult sure. to operate? Um, no, you kind of sit at the chair that has, that's at its base and put your eye up to it, um, and you're looking at one of the moons of Taldore, um, the blue the blue moon. Taldore has multiple moons. Uh, it has two. Right. It has two. 
Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, and pick as you, uh, <laughs> as you moved um, down towards the telescope and, and kind of passed by that kind of like concentric ring thing in the center, as you kind of got with like a little closer to it, the main apparatus, the, the, the bronze one that's in the uh, center suddenly swung open. Um, the rings sort of like rotated out of the way as the surface of surface of the globe peeled back, um, and there's now a uh, revealed a dark hollow interior, and inside uh, the globe sits a padded bronze chair with levers extending out from the armrests and dials that are set into the arms itself. Oh please, can I sit in it? Oh please, you guys gotta see this moon. <laughs> it's bright blue. It looks beautiful. What? Did something else happen? Hmm. <laughs> Do I have permission to go sit in the chair? Oh, uh, let's see if it reacts. It seemed like it reacted to me. Did anyone else walk past it, or was it just me? No. Well, you were the first person that walked by it. Oh, okay. You're 33, Kyle. You can do whatever you want, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think you should go for it, Kyle, if you want. Okay, I go into the middle, and I sit in the chair. Does it do anything right as I sit down? Uh, yeah, you sit in the chair, and the globe quickly shuts behind you. Uh... Those on the outside, uh, Kaw disappears from your view inside the bronze sphere, but to Kaw, um, you can now see the brass sphere as if it were clear glass. Oh. So it's totally transparent as you're sitting around. I see there looks a confusion on my in her face. I go, what's, what's wrong? Do they hear me through the brass? Uh, they cannot. Ah. Seeing there's no reaction, I stick out my tongue and I press a button. <laughs> so there's not a button. There's levers and then oh. a, dial, a dial on uh, the Ah, gotcha. I thought you said. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll flip one of the levers. Please don't go back in time, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I want to teleport uh, to one of the other planets. Sure. As you move one of the levers, uh, a click coming from where you entered into the globe, and then you hear a grinding sound um, as the spheres begin to reorient themselves and shift around the globe sort of the the blue moon uh shifts uh a little bit in front of the the sun like uh globe or sun like sphere and then the brown uh sphere um shifts to like behind um the where you're sitting hmm when i get up does a brass sphere open uh, you heard that click, and you gathered that that was a lock sound. Ah, so there be a puzzle. Cause How do you guys react? Uh, well, they can't help you. You're in there alone. I guess Call likes being in there because he's not coming out. <laughs> you, you guys want to leave? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, the dial. What does it look like? Is it just like a? So it's a, it's a standard dial um and on top of like where 12 o'clock essentially would be on the dial um is a blue moon and at six o'clock is the brown moon at three o'clock on the eastern side of the dial i guess is the sun and then uh on the western side of the dial is uh the the, the globe that you're sitting in hmm and it's and it's currently set at uh, the blue moon. I'm gonna set it to the brown moon. Okay. You shift the dial down towards the brown moon. Um, again, the the globe that you're sitting in starts shifting 
Um, all of the spheres start shifting again as well, um, forming a straight line, a conjunction. Um, you hear another grinding sound. Um, and then you notice, um, and everybody sees this as well, um, the brown metal sphere, the smaller one, um, you hear like a depressing sound come from it. Uh, and the sphere starts to open up like a lotus flower, uh, revealing this strange green creature that's curled up into the fetal position. Uh, Maybe not so good. As the sphere finishes opening, the creature's head snaps up uh, and it unfurls its long limbs and these long leathery wings. Uh, it quickly flies up into the air and starts scanning the room and looking at all of you, um, gathering its surroundings. Um, and you hear it speak in a language that was familiar to, or that sounds similar to the one that that little red creature uh, speaking in that you heard it exclaim in this one. The voice is much deeper though, um, and it has these these uh, horns on top of its head and just yells at you in this um, infernal language. Does it seem angry or does it? It seems just... angry. Oh. Uh, and then suddenly there's a flash of green fire that flashes from its hands and the flames coalesce into a solid double-bladed battle. Yeah, I'm gonna put it back to the blue moon um, dial. Sure, yeah, you do that. Uh, the blue moon, uh, it shifts back into the position it was, um, but the creature is already out of the sphere. Uh, I would oh. like everybody to roll initiative. Am I still stuck? Yep, you have not heard an unclicking yeah. sound. Yes. <laughs> God damn it, steampunk demon. Steampunk demon. Okay, uh, top of the order, Max, you're up. Little demon boy. Is it little? No, it's quite large. Oh. So how big was the the, the moon again? The moon was it was it was about uh ten feet in diameter. Ah, gotcha. But it, but this uh this creature was curled up in the fetal position within it. Yeah. Uh, but now that it's fully unfurled it. And it looks like a demon. Oh yeah, yeah. It is like green, leathery skin, two large demon wings, horns on top of its head. Um, yeah, it looks like a demon. Maybe Max can become frontal. <laughs> I'm gonna try banishment. Okay. Uh, so it's got to roll a charisma saving throw. It's a natural twenty, so twenty-two total. Uh, okay. Uh, then in that case, I guess I will throw my exploits curse on it. Sure. Uh, and then move like over here okay so the sphere thing is between us yep do i hear any sound from outside you do not gotcha that's uh, it for me okay pick you're up it was aggressive towards us right oh yes it does not look happy to be there and it's okay. flying it's it's flying about 60 feet in the air oh 60? that's correct i'm not gonna oh, be able to that high huh? yeah it's it's like a yeah like a large observatory domed ceiling I'll have to throw javelins at disadvantage. So I'll scoot over a little closer and yeah, throw a javelin at disadvantage here. Uh, 21 to hit or no, 16 to hit rather. Uh, 16 does not hit. Okay. And then I'll throw another javelin. Okay. And 13 to hit also doesn't hit. So does they just hit. cling to the floor. Not enough to, to hit it. Yeah. Well, it's fast, guys. Take it <laughs> uh, is that your turn? Yes, that's it. Okay, Mercy is up. She's going to fire 
two Eldritch Blasts at it. Hey, natural 20 and a 21. Those 18 damage. Uh, Rogan, you're up. Uh, okay, so uh, I should be rolling at disadvantage, right? Uh, yes. You know what, fuck it. No, during the rest, that was enough. Okay, uh, cool. Uh, Alright, so it's flying, so I guess I gotta throw my hand axes at it. Uh, the 18 hits, the 13 Okay, hits. so right, I do 6 damage. Sure. Yeah, you throw it at it. It does hit it. Doesn't seem to do as much... It doesn't, like, pierce through the armor, though. It, it does hit, but uh, its its natural, uh, like, leathery armor seems to protect it from non-magical attacks, you guess. Alright, that's my turn. Uh, so it's now its turn, and it is going to fly down to the person that hit it. Rogan, it's going to fly down to you, um, ah. and it's going to swing with its uh, great axe at you. So that's a 20 to hit and a 14 to hit. Uh, 20 hits. Okay. Seven points of slashing damage. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Ooh, natural one. Eight. Okay, so you take an additional um, seven points of uh, slashing damage. Ow. Um, and, And this, like, this festering wound opens up. Oh, no. Uh, that's gonna be its turn. Call, you're up. Um, I'm gonna put the sun. I'm gonna set the dial to the sun. Okay. Uh, you set the dial to the sun. And... Let's see. Roll a d100 now. Uh-oh. You can change gender, man. It's coming. <laughs> I'm just thinking, demons probably don't like the sun. I don't know anything about demons. So, <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, you shift it. Um, you hear a clicking sound coming from within as the brass globe you're sitting in, uh, like, depresses into the ground. Oh. And everything, like, it opens up around you. Uh, and f- the sun-shaped orb splits open and 5,000 gold spills onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can deal with the demon while I grab all wow. the gold. Wow. Uh, not actually. Does gold uh, encumber us? I hope not. Yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's do gold weight. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. encumbrance. How, how long would it take me for to grab that? Actually, a long time. It's five thousand. Okay. Then uh, setting the dial would that be an action or would, what would that be? Yeah, that was your action to do that. I'm gonna stay in here. I like okay. this one. It is broken now. Like it's. Oh. The, like the globe, like the sphere opened up and like depressed into the ground so okay so you could try to climb up at some point you could try or fly up maybe oh what do you mean like it's open the the lock opened itself up this the the globe that you were sitting in depressed into the ground and the doors open i could get out i know but that's dial might do more stuff so I see. But it's broken now, but you could try. Yeah. All right. So you're staying inside? Uh, yeah, I can still attack him, so I might as well. <laughs> no, use your action on the dial. I know, I, I meant, like, from here, yeah, I can yeah. attack him, so there's no point to move. Oh, yeah, can he see the demon from where he is? Yeah, he's been able to see everything. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, he could see out of the globe. 
Oh yeah, you, you guys see couldn't see it. into it. Yeah. Uh, okay. But now, but now that that now that it's open, there's like a line of uh, to fire an arrow at it. Correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dump. It's your turn. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll, I will turn into a brown bear. Mm-hmm. Poof. And I'll go over here. Okay. And that's it. Okay. Uh, Sentry is up. Sentry's going to walk over and try and swing at him with this uh, battle axe from Pick. Oh, Sentry. And an 18. Which hits? He did it. Yay. And does four points of damage. Oh, yeah. really strong. What a monster. However, <laughs> it is non-magical, so it doesn't do as much damage. But he's fucking killing it. Sentry looks like he's having the time of his life. Yes. Uh, top of the order, Maxwell. Yeah, what the hell? I'm going to go for it again. I'm going to try and banish him again. Okay. So a charisma saving throw. Yeah. 16? Uh, no, so he is banished. Okay. And uh, if he's native to a different plane of existence, he's just gone. Otherwise, he'll be back in one minute. All right. He is gone. He okay. Is, he is not native to this plane in the least bit. So okay. It finds itself it back in its home of the abyss. Yep. I'm sure happy to be there. <laughs> and then, uh, Kai, I heard uh, the sound of some coins over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine. The, the, These the, are the globe was, or the sun was on the outside, so you all saw the sun open up. Uh, oh, boy. Guys, this is all fake. It's all trapped. I, I say this as I'm picking it up. It's just, just not <laughs> useful. It's all fake. Counterfeit. <laughs> yeah, they're all, it's all marked coins. Yeah, you can see my the pockets are already bulging with coins. So wait, but the but the demon will be back in a minute. No, no, no it's gone. It's not. Oh, 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 oh! I see. He's I toast. See. I just sent him back home. I think That's I got nice. like a, I got like an infection. Oh yeah. Uh, no, it 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 closed up. Um, oh, that's now nice. that he's he's gone. The, at least the festering part of it, like you were still hit, but like that. Right. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Okay. <laughs> Does Mercy want gold? Probably, right? I don't have any need for gold. Oh, that's right. Oh, shit, Mercy, that's dark. You you made it dark. I wish I hadn't asked, yeah. Wow, sorry. Mar- Mercy, are you... Well, we have to do a sa- sacrifice. You're not... Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, do we get caught to, to split the gold up? Hey, yeah, Sentry, do you yeah, want I'll, some? Ask, ask caught. It's not up to me. Yeah, uh... uh... I'll split the gold as long as I can still keep pressing buttons here. All right. I no, I no, I don't think that's a good idea. You press then you it, don't... It's broken. Like this machine broke. So oh, then you guys get none of gold. What? Sentry, do you want any coins? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Wow. He hated that. Do you think it's dumb? Do you think it's bad that we want coins or? No. Okay. Okay. I am your sentry. Kai, are you, are you really not gonna share, dude? You can have some coins. Okay, thank you. So that's split in five, right? Yeah. So it's just a thousand each. Just. Yeah. That's a, that's plenty of gold, but I mean, just it's easier to, to divide it that way. Oh yeah. 
Sentry, dude, you were killing it back there, man. Yeah, yeah. nicely done. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> That's right. Big time. Hell yeah. So why don't we hit those stairs? Yes. Yeah. If that cube didn't, like, fuck the stuff up for us. The, the cube and the red man have been, uh, plotting <laughs> oh, us. Yeah. They're hanging out together, I know it. He notices us banish his, uh, green friend, and he's just like, these idiots are gonna get the smacking when he gets out. If we survive this, I'm gonna get a tattoo of that green guy. He looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bad. <laughs>